Hello there, this is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Welcome to the Sith List. And here we go. We would be honored if you would join us. Once more, the Sith will rule the galaxy. I know this is hard for you, but winter is coming. I can bring you in warm, or I can bring you in cold. You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am the danger. Avengers! Assemble. I am a Jedi, like my father before me. Who is scruffy looking? Less. Might wanna buckle up, baby. Smash you, King Kong. Hey guys, you ever see that really old movie, Empire Strikes Back? And of course, Randy. Change? Yeah. Big change. They got your weekend geek covered. And you, you're the set list. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 355 of The Sith List. I am one of your hosts, Siraj Lalachahi, and my co-pilots this evening, the young, the restless, the bearded one, Mr. Carlos. Boo Arguello. The man we call Crunch Crunch, Mr. Les Gonzalez. What is up? What's up, man? The man we call Randy Lejudice will not be with us, not feeling well today, so he's under the weather. Randy, we hope you're going to get better soon and get well soon so we can uh get back to the fold here man um we haven't had a, a consistent like six of us man, that's why we have six hosts just in case you know <laughs> just in case four of us are ill we still have two hosts like <laughs> the a show's show. happening yeah exactly king tom chancy king of all pods what is up buddy hey there hey there and the man that we well <laughs> The man we call El Hombre. Eric Struthers. What's up, buddy? Dude, I love the intro. I know I say it every time, but it's so good. Thank you. Are you loving the intro as a part of the intro now? Yes. Yeah. Yes, it is. There it is. Hope everybody's doing well. Randy, again, hope you're feeling better. Thank you for tuning in for 355. We really appreciate it. People on Patreon, we just went down another year of memories. 1977, Boo picked that year. And we talked about the music and rock and roll that was out there. And we did a little deep dive into Heart, a deep dive into Kiss, some Yacht Rock, some things that aren't Yacht Rock that shouldn't have been on Yacht Rock. Um, but since we're speaking about music, I want to do a a moment of sound right off the bat before we even get it because I think she trumps any kind of um, you know news that we're going to talk about the queen of rock and roll Miss Tina Turner unfortunately passed away just today at the age of 83 years old guys uh the news was confirmed by her Facebook page, and this is what it said. It is with great sadness that we announced the passing of Tina Turner. The statement said on Facebook, with her music and her boundless passion for life, she enchanted millions of fans around the world and inspired the stars of tomorrow. Today, we say goodbye to the dear friend who leaves us all here 
with the greatest work. Her music, all of her heartfelt compassion goes out to her family. Tina, we will miss you dearly. So I can't emphasize how much and how important she is to music in general and anybody that's playing music today. Um, she did more than just what's love's got to do with it, what everybody thinks. Um, uh, Eric, I know uh, she has some some amazing, amazing songs. Um, Les, we grew up with stuff and King Tom and, and Eric as well. And, and Boo is a little bit before you, but 80s, she dominated for a good span of time there. She was yeah, the queen. Oh, yeah. she, she was the queen bee uh, back in the day. Not only that, uh, the ugly side too. She was a survivor. Oh, yes. Well, that mm-hmm. with Ike. Yes, absolutely. And, you know... An inspiration on that. that alone, you know, right. inspiration on that alone. So just getting that. My my first ever anything with Tina Turner literally was What's Love Got to Do With It. Mm-hmm. And most of our era, little that, boy, that yeah, was it. For me. So, But to know that there was a bigger career than that prior to mm-hmm. that. And then to get her in, you know, Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Come on now. Oh, <laughs> we don't need another hero. That's right. You know, to get her to play her role and to be able to sing the theme song, you know, you're like, yes, just just do yeah, your thing. Exactly. Just. So did you know, and I think we may have talked about this on the show before, but she when she went solo and had her mm-hmm. first hit, you know how old she was? She was up there, right? 43, 44, somewhere in there. Oh, yeah, when she did her first solo. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. And, dude, that's wild because, you know, by today's standards, <laughs> like in the music world, especially anything remotely poppy, that's, you're done. That's, oh, you're, yeah. You're old news. And yeah. that's really, really cool that she well, was She came out to and do dominated, that. too. Oh, exactly. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah that's she thing. just dominated. I saw a really cool picture of her today that was uh she was sitting on a couch uh playing acoustic guitar and she was like kind of turned sideways she just looked so happy it, to be playing music right. just and, right. and that was that's really cool man i think i got this thing up so let's uh watch this real quick. This is from Entertainer Tonight, by the way. With over 100 million album sales, she's one of the best-selling artists of all time. Nominated for 25 Grammys, taking home eight over the course of her illustrious career, she was a two-time inductee of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. There it is. Yes, Tina Turner transcended any single industry in any one category. From her music career, beginning with Ike Turner's Kings of Rhythm in 1957, to her acting... But he's just a raggedy man. In roles like 1975's Tommy, Tommy or the 1985 right, yeah. movie Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome. Ain't we a pair? Tina's journey inspired so many, and her life story was told in many forms. Young lady, what is wrong with you? Cut out all that wild gyration and blues shouting. From the page in her 1986 autobiography, I, Tina, to the big screen in the 1993 movie What's Love Got to Do With It, starring Angela Bassett. To the stage with Tina, the Tina Turner musical. To the small screen in the 2021 documentary, Tina. One of the recurring themes of Tina's narrative was escape and redemption, saying she lived a, quote, abusive life. Born in 1939 as Anna Mae Bullock, Tina says her home was abusive and revealed her parents eventually abandoned her as a child. In the late 50s, she would begin performing with Ike Turner. Ike is credited with the name change to Tina. 
The two would marry in 1962 before divorcing in 1978. Tina claimed Ike had been abusive throughout the relationship. And while she left the marriage with little to show for it, she retained her stage name. The move would allow for the biggest phase of her career as a solo artist. Although Tina says her solo era should not be considered a comeback, as prior to that, she had never arrived. With all her decades of success, in 2008, Tina shared her secret with E.T. You gotta keep up some kind of way. Yeah. And you know, keeping up mm. is looking good, feeling good, yeah. staying as current as you possibly can, and being happy. And in 2005, as she was awarded a Kennedy Center honor, Tina reflected on her career. I can't think of anything else that I want to do because it's all done now. Tina Turner will forever be a legend. So there you have it. Moment of sound, Tina Turner. She was definitely a one of a kind. So there's there's that. So let me ask you real quick. It said she was a two-time inductee to the Rock and Roll Hall yeah. of Fame. Was the first one for Icantina Ike, as a Icantina? Yeah, that yeah, is wild, man. Yeah, it is crazy. He he could have had a much better legacy if he. I mean, yeah. I don't even know what to say because you got to the, the era, the time that was. Those things just didn't come out like they they are exposed now. Mm-hmm. So I mean, if I'm not mistaken, he's credited or he's in the discussion of the invention of rock and roll one of them yeah because if i'm not mistaken with, with little him, richard and him yeah and- that uh he has a song called rocket 88 which is like the supposed to be the first mega rock and rock song so like right hmm. uh, you just gotta treat people a certain way you never know i mean i don't for him to yeah but for tina turner to take that and to watch when you're watching uh, "What's Love Got to Do with It" and Angela Bassett, that that final like that moment she was able to escape and she just yeah. delivers that at the hotel. She's just like, "I don't have any money, I don't have mm-hmm. any credit cards, all I have is my name." Yep. And then they're just like, "We we come this right this way, Miss Turner." You're just like, "Whoa!" Like, just relief. You know, you're just relieved. It's over. It's it's almost over. So that was a tough movie to watch too. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Well, what's what's crazy is when they say stuff like back in two thousand eight. It feels to me back two thousand eight feels like it was three years ago. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then now it's like, oh my god, two thousand eight, bro. That's crazy. It's it's such a long time ago. But to me, it's like, oh, she was she was healthy two thousand eight. Oh shit, two thousand eight is such a long time ago. What I think is super commendable is that how positive she was, mm-hmm. how happy she was, like she said, but also how she just refused to be a victim, that her past mm-hmm. didn't define her. Mm-hmm. It's like to have her say, I had never arrived, so this isn't a comeback. I just, I think that's killer, that's awesome, man. Awesome, man. What a healthy attitude. And, and for- what an inspiration to millions of people, man. That oh, you yeah. Can, you can get out of it. You can get out of that shit that you're in. Yeah. There was another clip uh, going around today. Um, what's his name? Mike Wallace from 60 Minutes was mm-hmm. interviewing her, and she had mm. this uh, like huge place in, in southern France, and he asked her, like, do you deserve it? And her answer was, I deserve more. And first of all, she's absolutely right. <laughs> Secondly, that was a stupid-ass question. It was. To, to, do you deserve to it? Ask her. You but deserve yeah, it. I mean. Yeah, she, 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 she's right. She deserved a lot more than that. She, she just had that type of talent. What a cocksmith.
Dude, I was reading something, and it was about actresses and like the questions they get asked <laughs> on mm -hmm. by you know news journalists and how many of them center around their weight and um you know, and how when you see actresses just be like, we're not. What makes you think it's okay to talk about this? It, it, it just blows my mind what women in the industry have to put up with. It's crazy. I don't. Pardon I, my French, but you're an asshole. That's what man, she just said. That was perfect, considering we were just talking about her in the South in of France. France. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. Well, well quick played, like that, bro. Sir. Quick like that. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, let's uh, let's move on. Um, and talk a little about well let's talk about how everybody's doing first and foremost uh start with you les how you doing buddy i'm doing okay uh finished watching perry mason oh i haven't finished i haven't finished uh yeah well hold it hold it hold it hold it because yeah. we'll talk box office in a second okay. uh, but other than that you're doing okay yep everything fine great boo yeah, yeah i'm doing good doing good just uh yeah just been hanging out had my birthday over the weekend, so that was nice. Um, yeah, no, yeah, no, I'm doing good. I uh, would uh, just hanging out. The weather's getting better, so always enjoying that. Yeah, and I heard Booth. There might be. This is breaking news. Something coming back tonight. Perhaps, perhaps, maybe a maybe a special edition. Ooh. Very, very special. <laughs> <laughs> King Tom just left for the, for that the listeners. Yes. yes. That is yes. fitting. Yes. Okay. And, and okay. I, I think... Uh, That's sizzle. That's a sizzle. It'll get even worse. Yes. If, if it can, I think it. I think it's possible tonight. Yeah. Is, is it, was this the, the one done by uh, chat GPT? <laughs> <laughs> that would actually probably be better. It would probably be yeah. better. Probably um, be better. The, uh, um, I got to get a sizzle sound effect, you know, just like frying bacon or something. It's a bacon yeah. frying. This is your brain. This is your brain on drugs. Or maybe maybe like a nice sear on a steak or something. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. I just wanted to throw that out there for anybody that's like, I don't Leave now. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just the PSA. Jump ship. Of, yeah, exactly. Before the iceberg hits, grab one of the lifeboats, skedaddle. Right. Yeah. right. Oh, man. Uh, King Tom, how you doing? Well, I should ask you that before you just found out. I'm doing pretty, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was doing good. Right. Great. And Eric, how you doing, my man? Man, I'm awesome. Listen, I'll just take a second to say this. This sounds kind of weird, but today, no. man, I was walking into my house, and I don't know, I stopped to look at something down in the yard and realized, dude, my life rules so hard. <laughs> it's like, I'm getting ready to open this door. I'm going to start crying. Oh, my God. And my wife and my kids are in there waiting for me. And I live in this home that's unbelievable. And I got friends like you guys. And 15 years ago, if you would have told me that I, my, I would feel like this, it, I would have laughed. So I'm telling you, man, it, the, the key is realizing what you do have. That's the key. Anyway, sorry, that's God, awesome. I don't know awesome. where that came from, man. No, don't that's all right, bro. You should maybe you want to start crying. Shit. You know, you have to let it out. It gets there. Yeah, it comes up. Yeah, no, you're right, man. You're right. Get to lay I had it out a, there. Lay that energy out there. I had a uh, a crazy moment. Well, you know how I always tell you, like the Malik, uh, like we listen to music and stuff, and he um, <laughs> there's there's a song by the Arcade Fire. Um, it's called uh, Wake Up, and there's a part of that song that when you're listening to it, it's just it's, it's just a cool song. I mean, I'll, I'll play some of it. I'm probably going to get copyright, but, you know, fuck it at this point. I don't care. Um, 
So this is a song, right? So we're in the convertible, right? I'm watching him, and we're top down, driving to, driving to work. I'll be driving him to school, and then this moment comes up right here. It's coming. So you can with the wind blowing in this part right here. He, what he does is he puts his, I'm looking at the rear view mirror, and he puts his arms up in the air, and he's going left and right oh, while no. this part's going, dude. <laughs> oh my, I'm gonna start crying. It was awesome, man. And for the people that are listening, he was just putting his arms up in the air like he's at a concert, just going back and forth. It was it was phenomenal, man. It was great. But yeah, you're right. Those little moments are the ones that like get you. Or waking up and telling me that he, the first thing is I put this on Twitter. First thing he tells me is uh, he's after fuel today. I want to hear Master of Puppets. He didn't say good morning. Doesn't say I slept well or I had a bad dream or I you know how you doing. He says I want to hear Master of Puppets after fuel. <laughs> I was like oh. <laughs> Oh, man, it's awesome. But yikes. Yeah. Now I just got to get him into like, you know, Star Wars is more than he is. He's into it, but I got to get him into it, like really into it. But I'm molding. So let's talk. Uh, I'm glad everybody's doing great. And let's let's talk some box office uh, before we. Uh... Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> that was the wrong button, guys. That's the this best sound effect of all time. Have a box office. <laughs> Here's Johnny. I know it was you, Fredo. All right, Boo. I mean, I cannot wait for this because I, you know, I hope. Weekend box office results. This is from Rotten Tomatoes box office. So thank you, Rotten Tomatoes. Weekend box office results. Fast X screeches to the top of the box office with a 67.5 million haul. Chris Pat says here, Chris Pratt could have a $2 billion worldwide box office year between Guardians. What are you talking about? He was in this movie? Oh, and Chris Pratt can have a $2 billion box office between Super Mario and Guardians mm-hmm. 3. That's what the weekend. I was like, wait a minute. He's in this thing? Oh, shit. Um, how, I didn't Boo, see him. Yeah. Boo, do you, did you see it? Absolutely. Of course. Okay, I so listen. I know we normally don't spoil things, but I don't care about this one. So please, for the people <laughs> out there, spoil, spoil yeah. the shit out of this for us. Uh, <laughs> do you guys, any of you guys mind to be spoiled with, with this one? No. Okay, Listen to it. It's going to be the yeah, exactly. spoiler part. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Go ahead, buddy. Um, so, yeah, if I, I do have to recommend if you were tired with the series by like the eighth one. And then them going into space was way too far, which I completely understand because it was even far for me, but I still loved it. Yeah, don't go see it. (laughs) But if you're still bought in, you still dig it, you know, you're still interested in the in the cars and the explosions and the characters and all that, go for it because it is a very good time. There are moments where I'm sitting there smiling and laughing like this is fucking ridiculous, but it's in a great way. It's in a great way. It's just like one of those that puts a smile on your face. Just have a giant bucket of popcorn, you know, and just enjoy the next, you know, two and a half hours of just ridiculous stuff. You know, I, I think it's the I think it's, you know, the guilty pleasure of, you know, somebody might watch uh you know, a, a awful reality show or um, I do that a lot. You know, somebody might 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 have like a like a guilty pleasure of something else that's really, really dumb or something like that. This is 
this I think is is one of one of my guilty pleasures because it is it is ridiculous. It's one of those things I found out very quickly. I was gonna have to see this by myself. So nobody else, you know, I could look around a room and they don't scatter like roaches. I'm like, okay, I get it. And I completely understand. I'm not going to say that you're not that it's on like, it. you got to come with me. It's amazing. No, no, no. I get it. I completely <laughs> get it. But it is a good time. Uh, the action's great. The character's ridiculous. Nobody dies of officially. Everybody comes back. I was going to ask you. So everybody's yeah. back. Okay. Everybody's back. Gal Gadot's back. But in this one, wait a minute. Say what? Gal Gadot's back? Yeah, yeah. She. That's what I said. Nobody. No dies. way. Gal Gadot came back, and, and we were joking. We we're like, Gal Gadot's probably gonna come back in this thing. No, she's back. Yeah, no, she's, she's alive. Like, I'm not Wonder Woman anymore, man. Let me make some money. I knew it. She's like, I need another paycheck. Yeah. Wait, but is Dwayne Johnson back? Yes. No. Yes. He no, is. he's not. No, yes, he's not. He is. Yeah, everybody. No, right he's back, not. Everybody. Dwayne Johnson. Wait a minute, yes. bro. The Rock showed up. Is it yes. was it with in a scene with him or no? With Toretto? No, he was in an after credit scene by himself. Oh, yeah. Wow. So we got. See, do, wait, do we need both Shaw brothers? Because then, what's the point? Yo, no, you only get one. Damn. You, you don't get the. You only get. Uh, Gotta Jason get wow. them. Yeah. Uh, you, you know the the funny thing about this series is everybody gives shit to Vin Diesel for being childish, almost with you know how he protects his his franchise, which you know I I understand. I understand because he's aware. This is pretty much all he's got. It's either this or I am Groot and Groot's done. I haven't seen it. He might come back, whatever. So he's he's well aware this is his cash cow. So he's going to protect it as much as he can. And he knows that The Rock is better in almost every single way than he is. And he's like, I got to. I got to protect what's mine. So I completely get it, he, but it is a bit childish and ridiculous. And everyone would much rather have The Rock than Vin Diesel, but whatever. You know, n- n- nothing against the guy, but I understand what he's doing. I understand what he's doing. So, yeah, everybody's back. Um, Jason Momoa, if if you have to, I'd, I'd say watch it if you're interested in Jason Momoa and his character because it's he does a fantastic job. He has a great time with it being a villain. Wow, okay. Um, he 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 has a mix of of like a like a, a Joker character with um do you guys remember the bad guy from Skyfall? It was um Bardem. Javier Bardem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like mix them two together and you kinda get you kinda get what, what uh Jason Momoa is doing because he's he's very calculated, very pissed, but he's playful with it. Kind okay. of he, he wants to cause suffering and harm and pain before death and things like that. So if you're interested in him, how he would be as a bad guy or him in this movie, I'd say watch it for him. Watch it for him because you'll you'll get pretty good pretty good entertainment out of him. And the okay. action, you know, the action's there. It's ridiculous. You can laugh at a few times at a few moments. Where you're like, what the fuck? They don't go in the space or anything, and they're not steering. Um, the dude from Tokyo Drift is in there again. The uh, the Asian guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's, how about how about the the guy? The guy uh, no, the, no, the, not, not. Oh, the he was kid. in the last one. Yeah, no, yeah, he's gone. Um, oh, Lucas Black's character. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, no, yeah. he's not in there. Um, he was in the last one. Yeah. Damn it, I like him. I was there any? Was there any of this? I don't have friends. I got family. Oh yeah, oh, of family. course, because family. yeah, family, 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 family. family. <laughs> family. Your family. There's all kinds of family, Brian. Disrespecting my whole family. Now you find your family with these drift nuts. 
Sinhan was family. I'm so sorry that you ripped my family apart. Family? Look at our family now. I already lost my family once. Family yeah, just got bigger. <laughs> There's always room for family. I can see some of those scenes in my head too. Yeah, there's 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 a lot of there's a lot of family, a lot, a lot, of, of, family. A lot of family. Uh, there's there is one thing. So that's what happens when people don't die. Family doesn't like it doesn't get reduced. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's that is that is the fucking problem. You, right. you do see some people like, oh, they might be dead. Oh wait, no, this is Fast and Furious. They're not dead yet, mm. uh, or they're not going to die ever, kind of thing. So, you know, it kind of puts that it, it puts that aside. The one thing that is sad of course is you know paul walker is actually deceased which yeah, sucks suck. and they're kind of forced to to mention him a little bit and it's it's like a it's like a an elephant in the room at some points where you're like yeah it's uncomfortable and it's so sucks. they don't they don't use his brother in this one no no okay, no no good, no, good, no, good, no. Good, good. yeah so 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 there's none of that where people are wondering what are they gonna do he's mm-hmm. he's mentioned he still exists in the franchise i guess but no, you, you don't see him or anything like that. So it's, that, that is one thing where you get to it and you're like, oh, this is a bit uncomfortable. But, you know, it is a sad thing. But, you know, things have to yeah, does, continue. So, yeah, if, if, you're, if you like the series still, go see it. Uh, if you're interested in Jason Momoa, maybe wait, but definitely see it. And um, but, yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those how do I waste two and a half hours and smile and shove some popcorn in my mouth. Perfect way to do it. All right. Hey. You're not the only one, bro. I I, I <laughs> made a lot of fucking right? money worldwide. I made mean, like two hundred thirty million, yeah, worldwide, yeah. Sixty-seven. This was number one. Guardians made. Guardians still made thirty-one million, by the way. Uh, Super Mario Brothers nine point eight, and Book Club the next chapter three million dollars. Evil Dead Rise two point three, John Wick chapter four one point three. So it's uh, it's uh, it's doing its thing. It's doing its thing. All well, all those movies are doing its thing. There's a lot of these movies have been in the top five, top six, uh, for a long time. 54% for Fast Four, Fast X, 82% Guardian Galaxy, 59% Super Mario Brothers. And everybody I've talked to said Super Mario Brothers was great. So um, can't always go by these Rotten Tomato scores, that's for sure. Cool, man. I, liked, uh, I like that you liked it. I do. And I've seen, like, three of them in the theater. And again, like, if you go in there with this, with, you know, take all the, you know, yeah, preconceived notions out of your head and just enjoy the movie it's a good time it's fun it's, it is 100 percent ridiculous yeah it's ridiculous yes 100 percent ridiculous i remember Going i saw the dubai that one like, where they jumped out with the I think that was seven there's yeah out of the glass into another hotel tower into twice the glass, they did twice. that twice yeah yeah but the fiero up in space was the kicker for me i, I with with tinfoil i think they used uh, it might as well. Yeah, tinfoil like and some duct tape. Yeah. Completely yeah. understand. Yeah. yeah, if yeah. if you jump ship at that point, mm-hmm. totally get it. Yeah, don't. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. All right, cool. So anybody else watch anything else? You know, you said, less you watched uh, Perry Mason season two. You weren't happy with the ending uh, or something? Don't spoil it for me, but. Not so much not happy, but you just realize that there's always. He's going to get the bigger fish. In okay. some respects, or in most respects, we, if you don't know Perry Mason, you should know by now. In general, the story is <laughs> yeah. always the same. Right, right. Uh, this one goes very far, though. This one goes... See, okay, uh, so True Detective Season 2, I'm probably mm-hmm. one of the only people that kind of enjoyed Season 2. Yeah, it's awful. And that's because I liked the whole like secret society, like the Epstein mm-hmm. angle kind of thing going on. Right, yeah. There's kind of something like that happening here, 
where it's oh. just like international things under the radar. It ties directly into something major in American history. Uh, so, yeah, that's all there. But you just realize, yeah, he's going to concede something. Oh, okay. and it always happens. It happened in the first ep- in the first series or the first season. Mm-hmm. Even though he got the job done, he conceded something. Justice was meted out in a different way. It's pretty mm-hmm. much the same thing. I just was like, I was just hoping that it would the hammer would come down a little on a different nail is all. But it's so still season three is uh, they, they can do a season three. Absolutely. Okay, great. And it's on Max now. If you haven't noticed that <laughs> HBO has become just Max. Hey Max, what's added, up? Yeah, yeah Max, Max, what's up, Max. <laughs> uh, and they used and they added two hundred new titles in four K, which is which is kind of crazy, but they did. I watched Succession this yeah, just yesterday, and that's coming to an end. It's becoming a sad thing because now I'm realizing it's going to be done after this week, and it's been such a great show. I'm really bummed out, but. If the last couple episodes have just been like a powerhouse of television, man, I I can't say enough about that show. It's so it's such a good show, and I did I watch another couple of Yellow Jackets. I'm deep into Elijah Wood's character, um, and he's great in it. Yes, he's fantastic yes. in it, and they, ha- they have great chemistry together. Oh man, Christina Ricci is uh, Ricci and Elijah Wood together are fantastic. My goodness, yeah, yeah, yes. she's great. Yes, the show's getting crazy. I got a message from Fernando that said, "Finish it." Yeah, you need to. It's yeah, we got one more to. episode this week, this coming week, streaming Thursday night. Yeah, I think I'm still a bunch behind, but yeah, it's all good. Yellow Jacket's great. I'm just trying to think of anything else I've been watching or I've watched. No, I, um, no, I think that's it. anybody else. Uh, King Tom, nothing, nothing? new. Eric, how about you? No, we bought uh, Super Mario Brothers for home oh, viewing. Got it. And unfortunately, I had stayed up crazy late the night before, so I dozed off while we were watching it. Not a commentary on the movie at all. It's quite good. From what I saw, I'm going to have to go back and hit it again. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. All right, let's just uh, zoom in and then talk a little Star Wars and then get into some... Do you have any bits, too, Boo? I have a couple of bits. Okay, cool. Not too and, many, but a couple. And then at the end, we'll... Uh, will suffer. Greetings. This is Grand Admiral Thrawn aboard the ISS Chimera. You are currently listening to the Sith List. I know a great deal about you because of this artistic choice. May Warrior's Fortune smile upon your efforts. Well, listen, first we unfortunately have to start with some bad news, and uh, that is Ray Stevenson passed away, and he is the guy you see carrying the orange lightsaber in the Ahsoka trailer, and uh, he was in Italy filming a movie, and no no COD out there, but that I mean, that's not really for us. It just yeah. It's a bummer, man. You always hate yeah, to sucks, see man. these pieces. And he was, in God, to me, young-ish. He was 58. And very young that's ridiculous yeah i just I, you hate to hear that and uh, I, I don't know and especially since i mean he's been in a lot of stuff i doubt being in uh yeah ahsoka was going to be the highlight no. of his career he was in all of the thor standpoint. movies i believe right king tom yeah he was. yeah um but you know that's 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 always tough i um i hate that I mean, what sucks is that he was very excited about being a part of star wars he was. I read some stuff that he was very, very pumped up, and he said he was honored to be able to in, be in this world with 
And he <sighs> he was also in Star Wars or something else, too. Oh, yeah. He was Clone he was, Wars and Rebels, right? Uh, Rebels. I don't know if he was in Clone Wars. I think he was in three episodes of the Clone Wars as well. Oh, okay. That's what I read. Yeah, I think he was... Wow. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. He played a Mandalorian, didn't he, in Rebels? Ben Rao, yeah. He was the yeah. uh, asshole Mandalorian in Rebels. Yes, yes. Oh, yeah. God, that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that sucks, man. Yeah, well, it does. He, I think it was the um, that last batch of Clone Wars episodes they did, the Siege of yes. Mandalore one. Yes, 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 yes. Th- those ones, yeah. Uh, he was in those, yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Oh, I mean, so there's that. That's, that's a bummer. That uh, is shitty. Uh... A minus, but nowhere nearly as as tragic as that. But it was announced that the Galactic Star Cruiser will be taking its final voyage, headed to dry dock. Yeah, in September. <laughs> and they're, I mean, to the point where they've like tried to reschedule existing reservations that went out past there, and it they're done, son, done. And I mean, it was a cool experiment. It just unfortunately failed, and I don't know. I don't know how long of a, like a payback you would need for something like that. Mm-hmm. I know in typical like hotel construction, it's usually eight years, something around there. If I'm wrong, you know, just my bad. But there, there's no way they were even close to breaking even. Not even charging five thousand dollars a yeah. stay. So. No. It, no. And unfortunately, it's such a cool concept, but it was out of reach for the average person, not the average fan, just the average person. It's hard to justify that kind of money. Yeah. And, but yeah, unfortunately now, does anybody secretly have plans to take a voyage before it closes? Anyone? (laughs) No. I yeah. sure don't, dude. Me, I, sure don't. Don't. I don't want to go to that state anytime soon, bro. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what a scene down there. Now, listen, this isn't Star Wars, but it's Star Wars adjacent. Disney Plus pulling a bunch of stuff. That This happened after we recorded last week. Oh, right? I didn't know that. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, Disney Plus and Hulu, they're doing a content purge it, to save money. Uh, and which i'm not exactly sure how that works yeah but one of the things they're pulling is the disney plus series willow oh and i'm pretty sure this week it will be gone they said oh man yeah and i was shocked to hear that and i don't understand that business and how the payouts work and stuff like that i i don't know but i don't know if royalties are an issue paying those out but yeah, they're taking it. Here's the deal. Uh, you know, you've got residuals and then you've got royalties and royalties are obviously, you know, it's like when you hear that somebody's working for points, right? But if the show's not doing well, <laughs> how much can the royalties cost? <laughs> You're right. So I don't know if they're hoping to, uh, like another, you know, to lease this to another streaming provider. I don't know. Uh, I really don't see, you know, I've heard that Bob Iger wants to improve the sale of like physical media for home release, but I feel like that's going backwards. Yeah. Again, what do I know, man? I was just shocked. And I, King Tom, what's your take on that? I think it's a, it's a bad decision because 
you know, that's one of the reasons that people like having streaming services. It's just a large library mm-hmm. to explore. And, you know, if you don't have any plans to watch anything, you find something new and watch it. And that's how you build a, a fan base. And, mm-hmm. you know, may, maybe I'm not looking at it from the right economic perspective. But if it's something that you've already produced and all it's doing is taking up disk space on a network server somewhere... You know, you want users to use your service, so why not just have the largest library of things available for your users? Um, it's it's a really stupid decision, if it, and if it comes down because it's a royalties or residuals thing, especially now when the the, the writers and, and I think the uh, some of the other unions are going to have authorized a strike or supporting those strikes, it's just not reading the room. And, uh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm glad it's not a Star Wars thing, but if it was a Star Wars property they were taken off, oh, hell um, no. I'd be very pissed off. Yeah. Yeah. And I, Don't like piss you Kate said, Tom I, off. I have trouble understanding how this saves money. But again, what do I know? I mean, it's one of the things they always talk about, like with digital music, for example. It doesn't cost you anything for the distribution of it once it's out there. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's superior to physical media from the artist standpoint, if you can get paid for it. But yeah, it's just weird to me. It's just, just absolutely weird. So, well, what are you going to do? You know, I, I would suggest if you haven't yet, try to watch Willow. Yeah, probably. It's gone. I will. I will. Nah, yeah, I was I planning on watching it. It just, I was sort of waiting for summer. I mean, it was only six months ago that that came out. Right. Yeah. That's just that's wild to me. And what's funny is in the tile on it in Disney Plus, you see the Disney Plus original. When you see it in the app, it's just oh, anyhow, what what are you going to do now? Listen, here's the next one. Um, Natalie Portman has mentioned that she would be keen to reprise the role of Queen Amidala, but they nobody's asked her to. And whilst on one hand, I'm like, neat because I really like her. She's a great actress. She is easy on the eyes. I also like Padme as a character. Settle down. But my question would be is what what would they do? I mean, they would have to de-age her. She doesn't... She's aged very gracefully. Yes, she has. But, you know, Padme died in Revenge of the Sith, which came out in what year? Spoiler warning. 2015. 2005 sorry yeah i was gonna say that doesn't sound right king tom um so 18 years ago yeah yeah how would they possibly do that i i just don't get it and so i'm not sure why that's even a thing but you know hey i if they figured out a way to do it then neat well the one thing is they yeah the one thing is they could say yo she's naboo so she wears a lot of makeup and they just oh, put her in the clown makeup oh. that she had on in uh, Phantom Menace. And mm. Do something digital to alter her voice. Yeah. Huh. Mm. Interesting prospect. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. I, I don't know what they would do, but yeah, I'm just know. glad that she's cool with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah, because that's cool. You know, one of the things that you always have to wonder about is the actors experiences doing that and how a lot it impacted a lot of them negatively 
But to see, you know, there's a genuine love of the prequels now. There's a nostalgia for it, even amongst the people who maybe didn't like them that much when they came out because it wasn't their Star Wars, what they were expecting, what they were used to. And, you know, that's when you realize that ultimately you have to watch these movies through the the lens of a child's eye. That's why we love Star Wars so much and why we've carried it around with us for all these years. It's because we saw it when we were young and we were enamored by it. And Natalie Portman still thinks that. Say something about the mother. God, straight, that was so funny. Straight for children. I thought I was going to die laughing. I saw that for the first time. Uh, but, anyway, but anyway. I love that, dude. And I get so, that in my head the whole day. I, yeah. say, I, I say it around the work. Say something about Dr. Beast. <laughs> so, real quick, let's talk video games. That's about the only other thing I have right now. Hey, video games are good. And uh, Ubisoft's game, their open world Star Wars game, uh, they have not announced this, okay? I mean, they've announced the game, but they haven't announced a release date for it. However, they have slated that some big old game is going to be coming out before, I think, spring or summer of 2024, but they haven't said what it is. So uh, in, apart from their fully announced release schedule, they've hinted around at this. And, you know, people think, well, God, for the stuff you're working on, it almost has to be the Star Wars game. And, you know, the EA's uh, hold their their uh, exclusive licensing of it, that ends. And so people, I think, have been under the misconception that studios couldn't work on Star Wars games until that was over. But I don't believe that's the case. They just can't release right. any Star Wars games until that's over. Uh-huh. So, yeah, we could have that thing before we know it, which would be cool. An open-world Star Wars game would be amazing, especially if it was pulled off in a way similar to, like, Red Dead Redemption 2. Oh, my gosh. Fantastic game. Could you imagine? And to have a Star Wars game that was had an online component like that, but in an open-world setting. Battlefront 2's online play was very good, but... It's not open world, and it's no. all sweaty. It's super hard. Like, if you get in there now, you've got people who have been playing it religiously since it came out, and they're so good that for the average scrub, oh, forget it. You're not going to have very much fun. Oh, I hated it, man. I tried to just walk around and look at shit, and I was like, bam, yeah. done. <laughs> bam, yeah. done. Dude, let me walk around. Yeah. Then, so, you know, you get these guys who, like, snipe a, a spawn point. Yeah, it's just it's yeah, that's no fun anymore. No, but um, so but in the vein of video games, I do want to say the Star Wars update for Fortnite is officially over. Oh, it ran for you know it started May second and ended um, I guess yesterday, as of this recording, and it was a good time, man. They handled it really well. They did some cool stuff to encourage people to play. It was a lot of fun, and you know, Fortnite's one of those games that I didn't give a fair shake. I always thought it was a dumb kid's game until I finally played it and was like, oh, this is neat. And one of the things you could get if you went the distance and did all these quests was the Darth Maul character skin, and oh. it is pretty rad. I mean, it's Darth Maul. 
as Darth Maul can be. And when you were talking about Master of Puppets before, one of the emotes, one of the things that they, you know, Fortnite has is these emotes you can do. And there are a lot of them are dances to music, but they have Master Puppets. No. And four people can do it at once. And the person who initiates it is playing one of the instruments. And people, even people you're not with can come up and get in on it in a moat with you so cool and cruiser and i were both darth maul playing master puppets together (laughs) in the lot loading lobbies just dying for somebody to come along and get on board with i'm like if we could have four malls playing (laughs) master puppets that would be the most metal thing of all time that would be cool yeah it was a lot of fun it was a good fun update with lots of you know being able to run around as a star wars character when you're surrounded by all these other properties it's really cool fortnite is like the funko of video (laughs) game world Mm -hmm. they have literally everything it's pretty rad but uh and obviously the other thing man people are still out there experiencing jedi survivor and the story has been amazing for me so far i'm i don't know how far i am through it i'm just i know i'm not all the way through it but dang, have I been enjoying it. And King Tom, I know you've finally been able to get some more time out of it, too. Yeah, it's uh, finally working for the PC again. Some patch or something must have worked. And like Eric's, I'm not as far as Eric is, but it's it's a great game in every way that I've seen so far. Yeah, yeah, it's quite good. You know, it's hard for people to imagine how a video game can be so compelling as a source of media and like the story of red dead redemption too is just amazing it really is the performances are amazing you know people they didn't just do voice acting they acted they did the mocap and the lines all at the same time mm-hmm. and it's super super good and to know that you can tell this masterpiece of a story in a format like this and then have amazing visuals to go along with it is pretty neat and the fact that you're part of it that's really something so if you're even slightly inclined to that this sounds like something you're interested in go get it play it one thing i want to say real quick and i started to mention this in the patreon thing earlier but i was watching parks and rec and you know i've constantly like memeing on parks and rec all the time it's a show that i've watched the entire series at least 10 times if not more right And I don't know how I never picked up on this until today. I was watching. I'm just trying to make sure I tell you the right episode. It was um, season six, episode 14. And Ron Swanson gets annoyed that these people are like fawning over his son that he took to work with him. So he goes up to the third floor and finds out that there's like a big construction project going on. Nobody's there. He starts working on stuff. This crew shows up and asks him what he's doing. He's like, listen, I'll do this work for you. You get paid for it. Just leave and leave me all your stuff. The foreman is the voice of Dutch Vanderland in Red Dead Redemption 1 and 2. Oh, his sure. name's Benjamin Byron Davis. <laughs> and I saw him and I don't know why it just clicked today. I'm like, oh, my God, that's Dutch. <laughs> and it was so cool to see. It's like, how have I missed this all these times? That's but uh, and then once I, I came to the realization that was him, I listened to his voice and was like, oh, he puts on a voice for Dutch when he plays him. But I don't know, man, it was just neat. It was neat to see. So that's hot awesome. Dang. Yeah. Very cool. But I don't have anything else. King Tom, is there anything in like the book world that it's of interest? 
Not really. The uh, High Republic Marvel series finished up this week. The Dark Horse one is still delayed. Um, and there are some, you know, so they're pretty much done with Phase 2. Phase 3 starts in the fall. Um, there is a book, I think it's called Rise of the Red Blade, comes out in a month or two, which tells the story of one of the Inquisitors. Oh, right on. But not much other than that. That sounds cool. But. Well, cool, man. Thank you. I, we have an email from Lumberjack Nick, and it's pretty exciting. Um, some news here. It said, hey, y'all. He says, hope all is well. I just wanted to write in with some exciting news. I don't think I've really told any of you, but last month, a 10-year-old dream came true. 2013 is when I first started posting Star Wars fan art on my Instagram. Lumberjack Nick art for a free plug. Chiching. No, check it out, guys. Lumberjack Nick art. Make sure you look at uh, Instagram for that. And, to, and 2023 is when I officially became a Star Wars artist. This is awesome news. So let's see here. He says, I spent most of last month and better part of this month drawing artist sketch cards for tops, which would be included in the Star Wars Chrome Packs due out later this year. I did it. Now I can finally quit Star Wars. Just kidding. Lumberjack <laughs> Nick, that is the coolest news that's Ever, awesome. buddy. That is uh that yeah, is that's phenomenal. awesome, man. That is not only awesome, just oh, what is that? Oh, I'm playing. Hey, it's so awesome. I'm playing uh I'm playing some rush for you, buddy. <laughs> uh, there you go. Sorry, Lumberjack Nick. What I wanted to do is do that for you, Lumberjack Nick. <laughs> and uh some crazy rush came on. But let me uh, continue this thing. Uh, anyway, I had a dream the other night that really stu struck me upon waking. In the dream, I realized that we went through three seasons of The Mandalorian, four if you count um, Book of Boba Fett, and didn't have a single member of the Empire Strikes Back rogue gallery of the bounty hunters show up at all. Well, other than Boba Fett. I guess we sort of got IG-88 through IG-11, but still, maybe this is on me, but I'm going into the show with the potential of seeing any of these guys was my most anticipated moment, and we didn't get any of them. Are you surprised or let down that we never saw a boss, Dengar, Zuckus, and slash or Forlum? Lumberjack Nick. Thank you, buddy, for the email, and again, congratulations. That's amazing news. I cannot wait to check those out. And what do you guys think? King Tom, were you surprised? Does anybody really want to see Dengar? Oh. I mean... Um, Kind of, but not really. They have been uh, doing some stuff with uh, Bosk and Forlom in the Bounty Hunters comics. That's pretty cool. Okay. Um, but yeah, you would I, you would have thought they would have some, especially in Book of Boba Fett, some of the other Bounty Hunters. Uh, so I could see where he's coming from. Yeah, me too. Are we too? Unless, because I know that the, the Bounty Hunter comics were huge for a while, right? They did really well. Yeah, they uh, they tied into the the War of the Bounty Hunters um, yeah. series, which was I think two years ago now. Um, that was pretty good, but yeah, I'm surprised they haven't done anything live action now that I think yeah, about. Yeah, maybe it. they're maybe they're saving them. We did see Dangar in uh, Rise of Skywalker. We did. So he was kind uh, of, <laughs> kind of, yeah, yeah, yeah. They changed his character up a little bit. Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. All right, cool. Well, Lumberjack Nick, phenomenal, man. Let us know when that stuff comes out, and we will definitely plug the hell out of it, man. I'm so, uh, so happy for you. Well, it's time, I think, to uh, play some 
bits and get that done so we can uh, get on with our lives with the other things. Right, Boo? <laughs> you seem so excited, yeah. Yeah, I'm so, so happy. So let's let's do some bits. Okay, Boo, give you bits. Bits, it better be bits. Oh, yeah, it's bits, Mike. It's bits, I tell you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. It's bits, it's bits. Uh, I just kibbled my bits. <laughs> you love that. I do. I do. It's very good. Um, something that a lot of people won't love, especially here. Uh, so Netflix has begun to uh, crack down on account sharing. They've done this elsewhere in the world, but now they're doing it here in the States. Um, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. That's what a lot of people have said. I think people will say that a lot more when they start getting messages or emails from Netflix being like, this person is using your account. But like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> That's true. Where the That's fuck? True. Yeah. I think I think that'll be more of a of a response and they've started and they'll start saying, We're gonna start charging you eight bucks a month if this person isn't on your or is still on your shit. Yeah, right. So yeah, so that is the actual cost. Uh if you want to share an account with somebody outside of your household. It'd be eight an bucks. extra eight bucks a month um, to do that. So at that point, you just tell the person fuck off and get their own Netflix, most mm-hmm. likely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that'll be that'll be interesting. Um, it's already begun. So uh, check your emails because you don't want to start paying an extra eight bucks a month for somebody you don't fucking know or don't like right. anymore. Right, that's so, true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> so our favorite person, James Cameron. Has uh, has said that he's going to uh, write another uh, Terminator movie. The rights have come back to him. What? Yeah, the rights have come back to him, and he's he's going to do it again. Uh, he says that he didn't like it after. I think I think he was okay with a third one, but everything after that, he was kind of like, eh. But that's James Cameron. I don't think he likes anything that's not his. Kind of like so uh, he he didn't like Genesis and Dark Fate. No. No, I don't think so. Um, so yeah, uh, and just recently, Arnold Schwarzenegger said he's done being Terminator. He's like, I'm not going to do it anymore. I'm out. Move on without me, kind of thing. Which is what? Okay. Yeah, said knowing. That? Yeah, 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 yeah. Cameron, he he'll done. come up with the technology to just recreate. He did it, or didn't they do that already? In the oh game? yeah, yeah, they, yeah they, he, fought, he fought. Yeah, he fought himself. Yeah, they, for Salvation. In, yeah, in Salvation. Yeah, he, yeah, he was the completely CGI. Version. Um, that's so, shitty. Yeah. I know, no, I know. It bummed me out. Me. It bummed me out, but it was yeah. <laughs> You're bullshitting me. Yeah. <laughs> Who is your daddy, and what does he do? Yeah. yeah. I got it for you guys. I got it for you. I updated my Arnold soundboard here. Okay. Yeah. This is your boo. You're gonna be happy with this one. Get to the chopper. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's what he's doing. Yeah, the Arnold has like a new series on on Netflix coming out, like Fubar. Mm-hmm. It, it, the people are calling it like the uh, the sequel to True Lies, like when his oh, daughter grows up okay. and she's okay. an adult kind of thing. They're saying wow, that okay. that's what it feels like. That's not what it she's is. An adult oh, kind okay. of thing. Yeah, yeah, like where she's like a secret agent herself, and Arnold's like the oh. fuck. Yeah. Okay. Moving on. Well, is, yeah, this Arnold, <laughs> is, is, is this CIA involved? I have no idea. No clue. I, I saw the trailer, the but CIA I can't remember. It. Pushing too many pencils? Huh? Ah. Uh, What's the matter? The CIA got you pushing too many pencils, huh? I gotta you, just get that ah uh part. You but but you lighten it up well enough where the ah uh, because he's like ah 
<laughs> you lined it up enough where it's like, ah, yeah. Huh? I had to I had to edit that one. That's one of my favorites. That is that is fantastic. Yeah. Thank you for the um, Arnold talk where I can use this soundboard. Oh yeah, I yeah. Arnold's one of my one of my favorite actors ever. So yeah, anytime. Um, but back to James Cameron re uh, restarting uh, Terminator and all that. Um, yeah. It's the James Cameron horn, bro. Yeah, really. Yeah, I'm not gonna do. The, I'm not gonna do the fuck you, Jim James anymore. No, no. He's he's working on this as uh, along with uh, 17 uh, Avatar sequels. So huh. whatever. Moving on. But fuck you, Jim. <laughs> Thank goodness. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> uh, I don't know where the guy gets the time, but uh, he says that he is waiting. James Cameron's waiting to finish writing all this and you know forming more of a cohesive story until AI to see how AI develops in the real world. Oh shit! Because I guess I my uh, how I feel about it is like James Cameron's like, well, I don't want to copy what AI is actually doing. I want my own original story. Just me. That's how I feel. I might be sounding right. just like no, him, dude. I could. James be. Cameron wants to perfect AI in the use of AI to completely not have to use actors, writers, or anything. <laughs> right, dude. That'd be terrible. He's waiting to see how it is in the real world so he can. Because he's Actual a really innovative guy. Man. Like the 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 thing that's a skill that's lost about him is how actually like smart he really is. He's an yes. innovative dude, man. Oh, he's a he fantastic a director too. Tech. Just a yeah, tool. Yeah, he he has pushed the industry, and he will probably push it to where, I mean, I understand why, you know, the writers are on strike, the actors are, I think, are going on strike soon, uh, and it's because, you know, part of this is that they're looking to use AI more, and mm-hmm. he seems like the type of guy that would just go ahead and do it and find a way to either, he would be the mad scientist to find a way to either use it for good in a way and be like, I can use this and still use everybody else or completely tweak it to where it just makes everything else obsolete and completely changes the industry, which is terrifying. Very scary. James, James Cameron just destroys the movie industry. What if, Great. what if he Skynet himself? <laughs> what gonna, if one day? Bro, I was just going to say that. He like what predicted this day? shit. He just like, we're going to have an interview with James Cameron. He's just got wires coming out of the back of his head. And shit. <laughs> just sitting there like, finally revealed myself as Brainiac yeah. 5. You're like, God damn it. Brainiac, Brainiac 5. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, no, and that that's that's all I got. Literally, only have a have a couple of bits. That's it. Not not too much going on. Oh, hey, that's okay. Well, it looks like the show's over, yeah. everybody. Oh, yeah, so yeah. Good night, guys. Like we'll be taking off. Hey, um, thanks for uh, coming to episode three fifty five of the Sith List. There is that one uh, Marvel thing. Yeah. Rush. Oh, oh yeah. Please. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about yes. it. Let's talk about okay. it. Tom. Yeah. Ahead. So, um, the Amelia Clark X network, which uh, is supposedly one of like the leading fan accounts about Amelia. Clark. I pay nine dollars a month for that one, dude, and it's phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> it's too bad because it's free on Twitter. Damn it. Yeah. Um, they're it's reporting Twitter. that not her only fans. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh. So, <laughs> just sorry. Um, Amelia Clark only signs uh, things for uh, projects she's exclusively tied to, like Game of Thrones, um, Solo, uh, Crim- uh, Crimson Rain. Um, Solo she's yeah, uh-huh. um, she signed several sword comics, um, 
Sword is a uh, Marvel series featuring a character named Abigail Brand. Abigail mm. Brand is the head of Sword, which is like the interplanetary shield. Um, she's half human and half alien, and her human half is a mutant. And she is in uh, the uh, upcoming series Secret Invasion. Yes. And her... Um, Character has not been officially rele- revealed, but a lot of people are now saying because of this that it's going to be Abigail Brand. Right. And then we see a bunch of sword stuff in uh, WandaVision. Yeah, in WandaVision. Yeah. yeah. I mean, let less probably fully in more than on Brand more than I can. Actually, I can't. I'm going to be <laughs> honest. I saw everything and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm drawing a blank here. Uh, yeah, I'm not even going to try to bullshit anybody on this one. She's either. got green hair. Yeah, but the- again... Still probably going to be cool to see. Uh, yeah. I, I like so. the implementation of S.W.O.R.D. in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, yeah, there's yeah, there's so many other... Uh, to know that there's other, like, S.H.I.E.L.D.-type organizations out there. And, like, sometimes they pull the strings or reveal the... Pull back the curtain, you get to see who's behind them. So, mm-hmm. we'll see. Great, man. That's awesome. I got no problems yeah. with that. And I love her. I, I'm so. just wondering, would her character be kind of more like uh, Julia? Okay, I'm going to say her name wrong. Juliet Louis Dreyfus. Yes. So I didn't say it at all. Wow, you like, messed like, up wow. on a name for once. <laughs> wow, that's no. Just I I would I I, I say Ju- Julia Louise Dreyfus instead of Julia Louis Dreyfus. So. Is it Louise or Lu- Louis? See, can you tell me you would know? Louis. Louis. See, Louis. Louis. So, yeah, oh, oh, we got to go. All right. I don't know. What was the question? Is she going to be more like Val, the Contessa, where she's oh, like... Oh, oh, oh. I don't think... They, they are they are similar <laughs> in a few ways, but probably not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I think you're right. I think we're now we're done. No, just kidding. Uh, boo, I don't have a soundbite per se, but I do have one that kind of makes me... And it conveys how I feel about it. Okay? Right. I love you. Fuck off. <laughs> you, should, you should use the video from Boo Bits with the dog, mm-hmm. but instead of Boo, have the dog pissing on the rest of us. <laughs> oh, that's my God. Feel spot on. And, is, uh, and every listener. <laughs> just, just the world. The world. It's just the globe. They're going to piss on the globe. All right, guys. Oh. So this is the return of Boo. Nabu. I forgot the name of it. Nabu. Um, this is Steel. This is for you again. It's always for you. It's always been for you. Okay. Um, for you. Boo, please don't. Just don't. I'm recusing myself as I always do for no, 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 no. All right, let's sufficiently good at Star Wars or skilled at Star Wars like you three gentlemen are. Perfect, doesn't matter. Perfect, because this is not about Star Wars. Oh, 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 yeah. Uh huh. This is out of everyone's depth at this point. Yeah. This is what this is what uh, Les was about to say. And after the bathroom, I said, "Be right back." (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm out. I was about to say. Done. All right. (laughs) Uh, it's been a, it's been a bit since we've played Nabu, so let me. It's been a while. Not long enough. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah, not, not long, long enough. enough. Um, so uh, three statements. One is ah. wrong. Yeah. One three is statements. wrong. One is wrong. One is wrong. One is wrong. Uh, maybe. Um, 
three statements. One is wrong. <laughs> you guys have to pick the one that is wrong. That's the Nabu. So yeah, I think the one that's wrong is you saying only one of them's wrong. <laughs> You can't hold me to shit. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> All right. So three okay. statements, one is wrong. Yes, and this one is special because this one is uh, all Fast and Furious related. Oh, oh. shit <laughs> sakes. They're all wrong. They're all yes. wrong. So this Let's is, go. This Let's is go. coming at you, Fast and Furious. Yes. Mm. All right. Statement number one. The studio originally wanted Timothy Oliphant to play the role of Dominic Toretto. All right. Uh, statement number two: uh, The Fast and the Furious, the original movie, uh, was inspired by Kenneth Lee's 1998 article in Vibe titled "Racer X" about a Puerto Rican street racer uh, named Rafael Estevez. Mm. Good music, or the band from the 80s. The two, and then also uh, the the guy from um, Speed Racer. Speed, Speed Racer. Racer. Yeah. Uh, statement number three. The fast saga has resulted in the, in the destruction of approximately 2,500 vehicles. It's probably more now. This uh, this little fact I found out was after the ninth one. So after the tenth one, it has to be probably like 5,000. Where, um, where did you find out these facts? Uh, my sources. My sources. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, repeat yourself. Okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Repeat. Uh, statement number one was the studio originally wanted uh, Timothy Oliphant to play the role of Dominic Toretto. Statement number two, the Fast and Furious, the original one, uh, was inspired by Kenneth Lee's 1998 article in Vibe titled Racer X about a Puerto Rican street racer named Rafael Estevez. Statement number three. The fast saga has resulted in the destruction of approximately 2,500 vehicles. Okay. I'm going to go number so two. One is wrong. One of them's wrong, you're saying. One is wrong. So you, two you of those. One is wrong. Uh, why do I have a feeling that, that Kenneth Lee's article came out in 1996? Yeah, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be some shit like that. <laughs> well, when did the movie come out? When did the original movie come out? I think it was 99. I, think I know anything about Fast and the Furious. It's, like, it's about what? Fucking cars? <laughs> I'm going to say the first one. I'm going to go with King Tom. I say Timothy number two. Oliphant. Okay, you say number two. Speaking of number, number two, two, it's uh, a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Eric and go with number two. Okay. Uh, so it is number two. Number oh, two is the Nabu. Yeah. Uh, but I want to know why you guys think it is number two. Huh? Eric thinks it's Eric and Les think it's number two. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you think is the? Well, King Tom thinks it's number two with the actual number two. Um, Uh, I I don't know, man. I mean, (laughs) I think pile of number two. (laughs) I I I don't know that such an article exists. But if it did, you think I'd make up the uh, some random mofo writing it and hear it all that? Yeah, I mean, isn't that the purpose of this whole stupid ass game? <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't make it all up. I, I would tweak a couple of things. Okay, like wait, wait, wait. What, what does it matter why we think it's yeah. number two? Why we I think just wanted that? to know you guys' thought. My process. gut tells wait, me that you it's want to grill two. us for the guests? You want to grill so us to justify the our racer, guests? The Razor the, the the X not, one. Razor X one's wrong. Yeah, yeah, it's wrong. The guy's not Puerto Rican. He's Dominican. <laughs> 
That's it. Oh, oh come on. You know what? Yo, hey, first of all, I was this close. First of all, <sighs> arguably the same damn thing. So hey. just, just, just don't, don't hey. do that. All right. I was wondering. I was like, what are you guys, what are you guys thinking? What, what are you feeling here? The year? Maybe? Yeah, that was the distinction I drew is that it was a Dominican <laughs> over a Puerto Rican. Yo, dude. Yeah, dude, let's go with that, yo. Jeez. The world Everybody will grow yeah. Nabu sucks. <laughs> now, Araj mentioned earlier the band Racer X. If you're not familiar with Racer X, it w- they were a band in the Just 80s Gilbert. that was founded uh, basically around the skill set of Paul Gilbert, who is the guitar Paul player Gilbert. of Mr. Big. But yeah. Paul Gilbert was this phenom from the Guitar Institute of Technology, which is a trade school that still exists in Hollywood, but it's called Musicians Institute now. And um, it is some of the craziest guitar playing you'll ever hear the the vocal tunes i really don't care about but uh the music in his style like set the world on fire and some highlights from their first album include um uh scarified super good song um oh, what's that. the what's the other big one from there uh uh, but anyway, they have a song on one of their later releases called Technical Difficulties that is one of the most baller guitar things of all time. So, yeah, check them out. And if you, for your Van Halen fans, there's, there's a lot of controversy because Gilbert started off doing the whole drill to the guitar thing. And then Eddie Van Halen started doing it about five years later for an album on, on tour. For, and there's like people are saying, well, you just straight up bit him. But Van, Eddie, Eddie always said, yeah, I got the idea from... Right. From Paul. Well, and just FYI, Paul Gilbert's thing was he actually made a little deal with a bunch of guitar picks hooked to it. And yes. he would use the drill to drive the picks against the string right, so that crazy. it would pick it real fast. That's what he yeah. did. Eddie Van Halen yeah. just used the um, rotation of the electric DC motor inside the drill to okay. affect the magnetic field of the pickups and just to hear the drill sound. Mm-hmm. There's two totally different things, man. Yeah. But Either maybe, way, they're both, how it was. both of them are dumb. <laughs> yeah, they sure are. And yeah. they're both phenomenal guitarists. Yeah, yeah. I, when I when I said both of them were dumb, I didn't mean the the the, the man. I meant the, Did the using the, the drill for anything. using the drill. Yeah, no, yeah. Oh man, Paul Gilbert had an instructional video. Uh, that was like the big thing back then, and it was funny because he has this really goofball sense of humor. And uh, he did this uh, thing where he's like doing an escape artist where he locks the guitar in a straight jacket. And it's just so stupid. <laughs> it's called Intense Rock. If you ever get, just look it up on YouTube, I'm sure the whole thing's there in its I'm entirety. Sure it's yeah. Well, this was great, except for the last part. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but it's, so thank you for bringing it back. I, I haven't, I don't remember feeling like that in a long time. And it wasn't good. But but at least I remember that we used to do Nabu, and I think now I know why we stopped doing Nabu. Yes. Um, but I, I, hey, I think I think Randy lost out on this one. I think you need to have, do another one. Randy gets back. You know, um, I think he's really going to be upset about this. But all right, guys, thank you for tuning in to three fifty five. It was a blast. And there's that song that we played earlier. This was during COVID time and a bunch of great artists that were in Tool. Mastodon. We saw them, Arad. Yeah, Did like we? the 
No, we, we saw didn't, them with the uh, yeah. We saw them with Alice in Chains. Oh, they were the opening band for Alice in Chains. Yeah, Mastodon. Oh, hey, real quick. Um, I'm sorry. Scarified by Racer X is off their second album called Second Heat. My bad. Never. I'll never listen to you about any kind of information about guitars. Yeah, you're <laughs> you're wise to say that. <laughs> but this is oh, Les Claypool. This is now. Danny Carey. This is uh, Lisa Nicole to Cambria. So doing a Rush cover during COVID, and it's phenomenal. Uh, speaking of phenomenal, Les, where can people find you? Uh, on Twitter at lessismore 78 on this podcast, and on our Sithless YouTube channel. And some reactions. Boo, where can people not boo you? <laughs> uh, you can uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Sithless Boo. King Tom Chansky, King of All Pods. We do Patreon shows for our uh, friends at the Bad Motivators, Steel Wars, Blue Harvest, and our Sithless Patreon. And you can find me on Twitter and Blue Sky at Tom Shanty, where I will be ignoring the fact that I did an Abu tonight. Aww. Ignore but deep down, you know you did it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Even if you shower like three or four times, you can't get it off you. The stink <laughs> is still there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's like getting hit by a skunk. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, where can people find you, buddy? Check out my other podcast, The Bad Motivators, that King Tom mentioned, and uh, Dinner with the Healers, a blue podcast that I do with my family. Look for me streaming my Jedi Survivor gameplay in its entirety, is my current plan, at uh, twitch.tv slash mouserat2217. Follow me on Twitter at Eric Strathers. Guys, Randy is on Twitter and all that great stuff, and um, he's also on uh, Twitch and all that great... At Cursing User, I believe, right? A cursing user twitch.tv slash cursing user that's it check him out and he's on our youtube channel please guys subscribe to our youtube channel if you haven't yet secret invasion is coming out and uh, we're going to be definitely doing that and other things in the world of star wars you can find me at the sith list social media is found and we'll catch you next week on episode number 356 of the sith list Thank you so much for watching and listening to The Sith List, 355. Thanks for staying to the very end. This is where we're going to do... Um, anybody got any dad jokes to end this thing? It's like a, kind of like an Easter egg. You know, um, 
Indiana Jones tickets are on sale. Oh, you, yeah. you were going to talk about this. Oh, yeah. Because my, my brother is super excited. It's all he talks about. He wants to become an archaeologist like, and quit his job and go to art school for it. But I, I told him it would be a disaster because his career would be in ruins. <laughs> Goodbye. Oh.